Wednesday, February 10th, 2016, and this is the One More Verse podcast. Hey everybody, it's John Nix, and I want to welcome you to the podcast. So glad you're here today. I'm going to be talking about Malachi chapter 3, verses 1 through 18. God's messenger was coming. He was going to prepare the way before the Lord. And the Lord whom these people were seeking was going to come to his temple and it was going to be sudden and unexpected, but it was certain and sure to happen. This messenger that was going to prepare the way later, we'll see that this is none other than John the Baptist. Now, people thought that when God came to his temple, it would be the Messiah and he would come to judge the pagans who had been mistreating God's people, Israel. But Malachi is giving a stern warning to these cynics and in particular into the priests that they would be judged as well. When the Lord came to his temple and this messenger of the covenant that was coming, the Lord wants them to know that when he gets there, who's going to be able to endure the day of his coming? He he gives comparisons so that we'll know that it's going to be like a refiner's fire and, and fuller's soap, which for us, as we look about this, we may miss the truth that he is going to purify them in judgment. This process was going to start with the priests. And when these priests were purified, these sons of Levi, as they are described, would once again offer righteous offerings. These offerings would once, once again be acceptable. They would please the Lord as they had done in former years. The God says he's going to draw near for judgment. God doesn't change. He cannot be satisfied with anything less than holiness. And at some point, he has to initiate judgment against those who sin against his law. Now, don't misunderstand and think that his love and compassion are not there. But it does mean that in their willful disobedience, in this ongoing pattern in Israel, God was going to act. Their self-righteousness blinded them to their need for repentance. They thought because they did all of these things, because they did things with tithes and offerings and rules, they thought that they had pleased God. But God had already said that to obey is better than sacrifice. And so he begins to talk about what is going on for these unfaithful priests. He, he begins to let them know what is happening. There are things going on in their world around them where the, he is going to be a witness against them for those who are sorcerers, which may remove us. But then he begins to talk about something that he addresses clearly, their adultery, those who swear falsely. Those who oppress people, be they hired workers or widows or the fatherless or the sojourner, God's judgment would fall on those that did not fear him. He doesn't change. But he says, listen, you're the children of Jacob and you're not going to be totally consumed. God's mercy and his compassion, they never fail. He, he reminds them that this is not anything that hasn't happened before. That over and over that God's people had turned aside from the statutes and the laws and they didn't keep them. And he's just calling them to return. And he wants them to know that he will return to them. And they're like, well, how are we going to return? And he begins to ask some questions about them. He wants them to know, do you really think that you're going to rob me? And you're going to say, but how did we do this? And he says, in your tithes and your contributions. 
you're, you're cursed with a curse because you're robbing me the whole nation of you. Their disobedience and their selfishness was causing this curse to come upon them. Perhaps the curse took the form of drought or poor crops or economic depression, but this curse, while it was in progress, the people continued just to rob God. And in calling them to repentance with respect to these things, he sets forth a challenge. Now, sometimes we want to take this challenge and we want to think that it is somehow a means whereby we can manipulate God. When he says, put me to the test and see if I don't open the doors of heaven. He's calling the people to repentance. This is not just some idea that, hey, if you give God money, that then he's going to give you a bunch of stuff. No, this is God calling people to repentance and telling them that when you come to me with a contrite heart and in true repentance, that forgiveness will come and I will again open the floodgates of heaven. When you bring things into the storehouse, God would respond to their faithfulness perhaps with abundant rain, protection from pests. Their crops would come all the way uh, to maturity, and they would be the envy of all the nations. You see, he reminds them of what they've said. He said, you've spoken very harshly against me. Now, it's not so different. There are many times that I run into people who say, I can't believe that God let this happen, or they want to blame God for different things. And God says over and over, your words have been harsh. Your attitude toward serving me was that you didn't even think there was any value in keeping the ordinances and obeying the commandments. And so they would come before him and they would fast and they would mourn and they would lament. They would put on sackcloth. But when they worshiped God, it was like a funeral ritual. And the people looked around and they felt like the people that were doing evil were more blessed than the righteous people. Now, some of those people were counting their righteousness against the others rather than against the holiness of God. And they disregarded God's law, and they just kept walking in disobedience. They seemed to to disobey God, these evildoers, and escape any punishment, but God does not forget the faithful. And he tells them that for those who fear him, that there is a book of remembrance It's been written before him, and it's not written so that God can have a reminder because God is not going to forget. No, this book of remembrance is for our comfort. And he wants them to know that he loves the faithful. He will preserve the faithful. He will protect the faithful. This book pictures God's providential care, his omniscience, and the way that this day was coming where once more again he would take up his treasured possession. He would spare them as a man spares his son, as his sons and daughters, he would look carefully after them. And that there would be a distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between the one who serves God and the one that does not. No matter where you are today, know this, God remembers those who belong to him. Thanks for listening to the One More Verse podcast. If you need more information about Vertical Purpose or One More Verse, visit us online at verticalpurpose.org. I'd love to catch up with you on social media, so you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Snapchat. Just use the handle, TheJohnNix. And don't forget to download the Vertical Purpose app for additional resources. Thanks again, guys. 
and join me tomorrow for the One More Verse podcast.